0: Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time. I'm your host, Buck Rising. Proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Your dream address, without the stress, the official realtor of the Titans Preds, Nashville SC, and A to Z Sports Prime Time, GaryAshton.com. The best in the business. The best in the business for all of your grooming needs with a product that I use today out in the sun at Titans Training Camp. I put on my Tame the Beast Face Lotion. It's got an SPF of 20, so I can get a little bit of a tan out there and still keep my skin safe while smelling of aloe, lemon balm, and having vitamins A and E. My skin looks great because of my Beast products. 50% off your online order at GetBeast.com with promo code AZ50. It's hot out today. You want to make sure you're in your comfort zone. You want to make sure you're using our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling, 10HC.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com, the best in the business, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Let us discuss three Titans Hills that I'm prepared to die on. I want to know from you guys, before I set the scene, what Titans Hill are you most willing to die on? I want to hear from you guys. In the comments section, what is your strongest belief about the Tennessee Titans? What are you prepared to go to war for on A to Z Sports Prime Time here on a Thursday? What do you believe to be your strongest Titans opinion? Bees will like lemon bomb, says Puka. No, the bees don't like the lemon bomb, nor does the sun. That's why you use our friends at Tame the Beast. What is the Titans Hill that you are most prepared to die on? on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Let me know and we will discuss together here on A to Z Sports Primetime powered by Tennessee Tickets. The reason that I'm coming in here like this and discussing all all of the things that we have from Titans Training Camp, the reason that I feel so passionately today about what I saw is because it affirms a belief that I've had for quite some time. What I have known to be the case for the Tennessee Titans, about one particular player as it stands with the Titans. Corey Davis is where I sit looking, or Corey Davis is the thing that I'm hyper-focused on. Buck back from the Rona, Malcolm Butler finally off IR, Vrabes clowns our guy, PK. What a day, says proper villains. Puka says, bringing back almost intact offensive unit at vantage time says Puka. That is what she is most passionate about. Continue to weigh in on Facebook Live and on Periscope with your Titans passion projects, if that is what you choose to call them, on Facebook Live and on Periscope. What are you the most passionate about here on A to Z Sports Prime Time? Titans for Life says Derrick Henry is by far the best Titan. That's how he feels about the situation. And why I'm sitting here hyper-focused on Corey Davis is because last this time last year, maybe a little longer ago, this time last year, I was locked on Corey Davis at training camp. He was a sight to behold. There didn't seem to be the chemistry issues that Corey Davis found with Ryan Tannehill as the season kind of developed, and we saw them miss the mark on a few throws between them, throws and catches between them, once Tannehill took control. Corey Davis at training camp in 2019 was completely comfortable with his surroundings. And I'm out there today and I'm watching Corey Davis again. He's just been back at practice since Monday working his way back off the PUP in a way that allows him to participate in Titans training camp and I'm sitting there watching him again today. And I start to get the same I start to get the same kind of emotions. I start to feel the training camp Corey Davis evolved. I start to feel that in my soul once again. What I want to know from you guys, what is your Titans Hill that you are most willing to die on? Because for me, it is the status of Corey Davis on this team. First and foremost, I have three. We start, though, with Corey Davis and how good he actually is.
1: You know, we'll take a look at the film. But, but again, his availability and, uh, was, was, is positive for us being out there. You know, we're a better football team uh, with Corey out there. And and then we'll work him back and kind of see how he feels, um, you know, each day. But I think that this was a big step to to get him uh, back um, out on the field with his teammates.
0: That was Titans head coach Mike Vrabel on Monday. We are a better team with Corey Davis. Austin and Zach compared Davis to a banana getting ripe but still makes uh, good banana bread. Yes, that's an excellent, that's an excellent case. Here's so I, I did some digging, all right, because I want to know how I should actually feel about Corey Davis. Because I've decided that this is a hill I'm prepared to die on. Like I think this is a really, really good player that just needs the opportunity to break out in a moment. And I know that he has that ability. I know him to also be an incredibly unselfish player, but I did some research because I have connections, you know, not to brag, but I know I know people around football, and so I'm sending some texts around the league today about Corey Davis. I'm asking defensive players who have played the Titans how they feel about Corey Davis, how you game plan for Corey Davis, and this is one quote that I got from a, cur- a current player in the NFL who actually played on a defense against Corey Davis last year. Hopefully, I've left that vague enough to protect the player's identity. But this is what he says in response to my question about wanting to have a more informed opinion on Corey Davis. I'm asking this guy, tell me what you see. Corey Davis is ju- Justin Hunter 2.0 in practice, invisible in games, says Helm uh, Donald. Uh, so this is, what the, uh, this is what the player says to me via text. As for Corey Davis, not exactly sure. This is a text from a defensive player in the league that game planned against Corey Davis last year. As for Corey Davis, not exactly sure. Physical receiver, solid route runner, yak player, not superstar speed, which we know can get in his mental so you can get him off his game early by playing aggressive and finishing through the ball. This is a quote from a defensive player that I was having a conversation with, a current NFL player that played against Corey Davis last year, that is telling me how he views Corey Davis. He suffered under MM8, but inconsistent, says Jay Finn. Lil'Jare 24 says Corey Davis was a shitty pick. I don't know if he's shitty. I don't think he's not shitty. He's just picked fifth overall. Now that that stinks that you picked Corey Davis fifth overall. I know a lot of people are resenting, resent the fact that that was the spot where you took this guy and AJ Brown, who went in the second round, ends up being your number one wide receiver. But he's not shitty. By any sense of the imagination. In fact, we talked to we talked to Coach Dave McGinnis on this the other day. And again, I'm I'm basing this I'm basing this on a well-rounded opinion. What I know of Corey Davis, having watched every snap of his career multiple times, because I've been covering this team uh, for his entire career, and the comments from people around the league. That I, get. I read you the quote that the defensive player that I was texting with earlier that played against Corey Davis last year, I'll read it for you again, as for Corey Davis, not exactly sure, physical receiver, solid route runner, yak player, not superstar speed, can get at his mental so can get him off his game early by playing aggressive and finishing through the ball. That's the book on Corey Davis according to this NFL defender who I was speaking with earlier. And so now I'm trying, to fo- I'm trying to formulate my opinion. And I still, despite that review, not a glowing review from that defender, I have decided that Corey Davis is the hill I'm willing to die on. Because Jair 24 says he's a shitty pick. I'm telling you right now that Corey Davis may have been overdrafted, may have been substantially overdrafted. But Coach Dave McGinnis spoke to us on 3HL. I was in the other day hosting with Brent Doherty. I'll be there tomorrow night as well, hanging out with Brent to, uh, to fill in as they kind of uh, as they wait for Dawn to make her return. But we talked to Coach Mack earlier in the week. And I asked Coach Mack of Titans Radio, I said to him, fans are so disappointed in what they have gotten out of Corey Davis through three years. He's in a fourth year. How do, what are reasonable expectations for this dude? And and Coach Mack looked at me and said, "Nobody in that building's disappointed with him. Nobody in that building is disappointed with what they're getting out of Corey Davis. Now they may they may feel that he was overdrafted. Everybody feels that he was overdrafted. They felt on draft night that they were overdrafting him. I have reported this before. They were trying to get out of that pick, and they were forced to make it there. They they knew they wanted Corey Davis. The run was about to start, and it started with him at fifth overall." So they took him earlier than they wanted to. Tough deal, okay? You guys will get over the fact that this dude was drafted fifth overall if he helps your offense. You were the third most explosive offense in professional football last year. And Corey Davis is a big part of that. Corey Davis does not have the statistical, uh, the statistical measurements that you want out of a number one wide receiver. Guess what? He's not your number one wide receiver. And he doesn't have to be. And I'm going to explain to you why this is a hill that I'm willing to die on, that he is hashtag good. One of three that I have prepared for you here tonight. I will tell you about that here in just a moment, right after I remind you that if you need to groom boldly, if you need to protect your skin, if you need better skin, and if you need to groom boldly and be a beast, you can go to getbeast.com, use the face lotion with the sun out there beating down on you. You want to get a tan, but you want to keep your skin safe. You want to use the face lotion with 20 SPF that protects and helps your skin be healthy at GetBeast.com. AZ50 is the promo code for 50% off your online order, courtesy of Tame the Beast. They are the best in the business. They want you to smell better. They want you to groom better. They want you to feel better, courtesy of our friends at GetBeast.com. Save yourself 50% off with promo code AZ50. The question that I've posed to you is what Titans Hill are you prepared to die on here on A-Z Sports Primetime powered by Tennessee Tickets? That's the question that we're asking you here tonight. What I am saying to you, here's why I'm willing to die on the Corey Davis Hill. Because we're viewing him through the wrong prism. And I understand that you want him to produce. And I understand that you want him to have 1000 yards every year. I understand that you want him to have, you know, 8 or 9 touchdown receptions every year. You want him to be AJ Brown. You want it, you want to have two AJ Browns. Who the hell wouldn't want two AJ Browns? Turns out you don't have two AJ Browns. You have Corey Davis, who is a great, a great, and I do not mean that as an understatement, a great and hugely talented number 2 wide receiver in this offense. Again, I read you the evaluation From a defender in the NFL right now who played against him last year as the Titans were starting to hit their stride. 24 Sherlock says, I'll die on the CD84 is an elite receiver. Hill, no, he's not elite. He's not elite. In fact, I think you could probably get somewhere close to the same production out of Corey Davis as you could a great many wide receivers in the NFL right now. He's not an elite receiver. He's got a fantastic skill set. He has tremendous potential. He is not an elite wide receiver right now. Now, he could be, if properly motivated, if he found that drive that A.J. Brown seems to have. The difference between them is not physical ability. They are both capable of doing fantastic things. We've seen Corey Davis. We've seen A.J. Brown show up in big spots. The difference between Corey Davis and A.J. Brown, to me, is simply a mentality. And if they can overcome that with Corey Davis then they can truly have a spectacular one-two punch at wide receiver. But even if they can't, Corey Davis helps this offense immeasurably. And if even if it's only for one more year, maybe you're upset about the fifth overall pick not getting a second contract. And you should be. If you draft a dude in the top ten. They deserve, uh, or not, not that they deserve, but you as a fan deserve to have the expectations that this guy should be a part of your team for eight to ten years. A solid NFL starter, a great NFL starter. So it's between the ears that doesn't sound promising, says Helm Donald. What well, the the reports from him, uh, from defenders are on him, from defenders around the league, is that you can get in his head and it can throw him off early. Not a bad player, unselfish and a great blocker. I think injury last year was worse than people know. And foot injuries for a wide receiver, they can really, really be damning. And that's not a situation that you want to find yourself in. But for Corey Davis, I am prepared to die on the hill that he is good. He is a great second option. He is a good wide receiver. And if healthy, I believe you will see that come to bear. And maybe he's paid to be a good wide receiver elsewhere in 2021. That's no longer your problem. It's, probably, it's disappointing. Understandably so. You can have those expectations, but also... You can appreciate that Corey Davis was a big part of an offense that down the stretch scored 30 points a game. You cannot understate that. Nobody should be bitching about the Tennessee Titans offense right now. Like, this is the thing that I don't understand. You have a spectacular offense. You're coming off a year of spectacular offense. And the thing that you want to do is bury this other wide receiver just because he's not A.J. Brown? I think that is such flawed logic as we sit here On a Thursday night discussing the first Titans Hill that I am prepared to die on. Devontae Adams missed four games with the same injury, says Sherlock. Indeed, this is no small thing that Corey Davis had to fight his way through. And it is something that, again, you can make excuses. It's it's Mariota part two, right? Are you making excuses or are they reasons why he's not succeeding? Sometimes they can be both. NFL, they're going to look at you more often than not and say, you know what, tough. Like, if you, can't, if you can't perform, if you're not available, tough. Corey Davis has performed. Corey Davis has been largely available. And out of an NFL player, those two things are the most important. When you're asking who you can rely upon, who you can trust on an NFL Sunday, Corey Davis being a good NFL wide receiver is a hill I am prepared to die on here on A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday night. What? Other hills are you prepared to die on as it relates to the Titans? What what do you feel most passionately about when it comes to this particular team? I've heard your comments about Derrick Henry. I've heard your comments about the status of Mike Vrabel. And we will hear from Mike Vrabel again uh, for what he did to Paul Kaharski later in the show. That's coming up uh, in the final segment. What Titans hill are you prepared to die on here on A to Z Sports Prime Time? I will tell you my final two right in just a second as soon as I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress. That is where you go if you want to have the most reliable real estate agency in Middle Tennessee. They live here. They're from here. They're for Middle Tennessee. They're not coming in trying to poach your business from other markets like some of these other guys you see around town. GaryAshton.com, the people that I trust with my real estate investments and the people that the Titans, Preds, Nashville, and SC trust with their real estate business. GaryAshton.com, head to the website, take a virtual tour, find out more about their guaranteed local offer if if you're looking to sell at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage with Gary Ashton. That is where you go. Corey Davis is hashtag good. That is the first Titans Hill that I am prepared to die on. Here are the other two that I will tell you as I continue to ask you guys, which Titans Hills are you prepared to die on? Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Here are two other things that I've seen through a couple of practices at this point. Haunts me to see John Harbaugh mold Lamar Jackson... Vy could have been a a stud with a similar coach. You're seeing, well, Lamar Jackson. People, it was very, very. It was a long time coming for people to adjust their game plans to a quarterback the way that the Ravens did with uh, with Lamar, Corey Davis, and Taywan Taylor, both top twenty all time reception leaders in college football. Says DPZ. I don't know. I don't have enough time to fact check fact check that because we're doing the live show. But if that's an actual stat. That's incredible because Taewon Taylor currently out of football right now and Corey Davis finds himself in a pretty precarious position trying to figure out whether he is worth the investment for a team, the Titans in particular, to make long-term. Here are two other Titans hills that I am prepared to die on relating to the 2020 team. Logan Woodside. I saw Trevor Simeon today. I saw Logan Woodside today. Trevor Simeon, not terribly impressive. First day that he was out there. I don't know how much I should expect him to do. I'm going to temper my expectations on Trevor Simeon. What I did see him do several times was adjust the play call at the line of scrimmage. He's checking in and out of plays. He's reading a defense. He's doing things that an NFL starter is supposed to do. Cole McDonald does not have that ability. Logan Woodside's ability in that, probably pretty limited. Trevor Simeon has started NFL games, and I have seen him have some degree of success with the Denver Broncos, a good offense that he was placed in that he you know he didn't he didn't overtly succeed with, but you saw enough that he could play in certain spots here's what I know to be true: Logan Woodside and I will die on this hill. Logan Woodside is currently with the Tennessee Titans trending up, and the only reason that he is trending up is because he went from practice squad iR To participating in an NFL practice. This dude is. Corey Davis is hashtag good. Logan Woodside is hashtag at this point bad. Logan Woodside. A hill that I am prepared to die on. Is that he cannot be trusted. At this point in his career. Maybe he develops. He's still a pretty young guy. I think he's like 24, 25. Logan Woodside at this point. Cannot be trusted. To be your backup quarterback. Should something happen to Ryan Tannehill. Trevor Simeon already through one practice, is the superior option. It may not be overtly superior, but there are things that Trevor Simeon knows how to do that Logan Woodside is still in the process of learning. He still hasn't taken live NFL in-game reps. He's practiced, he's played in preseason games, he's succeeded in the AAF, and he's he's been a starter in college. Outside of that, I don't know how much more he can help you on a football field should he be thrown into live action. The second hill that I'm willing to die on is that Logan Woodside in the year of our Lord 2020 cannot be trusted as the Titans' second quarterback on that depth chart. Here is the third hill that I am prepared to die on based on what I have seen from practice and based on the reports. Christian Fulton's going to be in the starting lineup within a month. I really do believe that. Christian Fulton who is getting a, you guys want to know who's going to play slot corner? It's going to be, they're trying to get Fulton to be that guy. He's getting a primarily slot corner education. What do I mean when I say that? Christian Fulton has been repping almost, not exclusively, but seeing the majority of his practice reps, his uh, 11-on-11, his red zone drills, his one-on-ones, come against Adam Humphreys. Adam Humphreys, who is an incredibly good, an incredibly skilled slot receiver. A precise slot receiver. Other than about three teams, every team has a poor backup, says Titans for Life. And I would agree with that. Absolutely. In 2020, Tannehill will have the best statistical season by a Titans QB ever, says Hunsinger, Joey. <laughs> well, We will see about that. Indeed, with Christian Fulton, though, I believe that they will have him prepared Based on what you see, Christian Fulton versus Humphreys says Texas Sports ten fifteen. Yes, I think that he will be within the starting lineup in a month. That is a hill that I am prepared to die on. The new somewhere Logan Ryan is punching air says Helm Donald. Uh yes, indeed, that is the case because the new number twenty six, who is there to replace him, who it seems will play uh, a good deal in the slot, uh, is going to be prepared by the first month of the season, within the first month of the season, as they're looking to refine his skill set by working him one-on-one a lot of the time with Adam Humphreys. That has been a constant theme throughout practice. You saw it again a great deal today. They're working a lot on the install. They're trying to let him learn how to do his job specifically and then figure out how he can use the help around him defensively to be a superior defensive back going to take some time. But if you, could, if you could ramp him up in any way, you could do a hell of a lot worse than working him out one-on-one with regularity against Adam Humphries. I saw him get a good rep against A.J. Brown today, too. Texas Sports 1015 says, should we be, uh, should we be concerned about Vaccaro, Buck? So Kenny Vaccaro, for your Titans practice update, Kenny Vaccaro, again, was not out there. Kenny Vaccaro hasn't been out there since the second day of training camp, long before the pads were put on. Kenny was not out there this week. Again, you've seen Dane Cruikshank getting the bulk of his snaps. I think they're probably playing it safer with Vaccaro because he is a very, very physical player. He is somebody who is going to rep it out on a practice field. Not like he does in a game, but he's going to show tremendous effort. And a degree of it, I believe, is to protect him from himself from doing any further damage. Because Kenny's a tough dude. Like, he'll go out there, knock around, bang around, and then if if he's playing through some stuff, if he's practicing through some stuff, well, he's not necess- he's not going to be inclined to come off the field. That's not the kind of player that Kenny Vaccaro is. So they're being cautious with him. They're being smart. Training camp is very, very short this year. We have less than a month to go until the Titans kick off in Denver on September the 14th. This is a safety precaution, literally, no pun intended, a safety precaution That they're taking at this point with Kenny Vaccaro in a way that I think it's concerning, but I don't think it's, you know, I don't think we're quite sounding the alarm just yet here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. The Titans Hills, the three Titans Hills that I am most prepared to die on Corey Davis, hashtag good, Logan Woodside, hashtag bad, Christian Fulton in the starting lineup within the first month, seeing at least some reps at Slot Corner through the course of his training camp education. Those are the three Titans Hills that I am prepared to die on. It is now time to not not quite yet time to let this show die. I am not going to die uh, I'm not going to die on the hill that this show should end, but I am prepared to get to the best segment of the week, the final segment of the primetime week, and that is this is a free site, the best thing that I saw on the internet today. It comes courtesy of the Tennessee Titans. It's Mike Vrabel tearing into Paul Kaharski's ass, and it's going to make your day to hear it. The question that is associated with our This Is a Free Site video here on A to Z Sports Prime Time What would you put in Mike Vrabel's suggestion box? Mike Vrabel has a suggestion box. He has said. He has also joked that it is a paper shredder and that Mike Vrabel. Uh, is, uh, is somebody who is not necessarily prone to your suggestions, despite telling us that we should submit our suggestions to his suggestion box. What suggestions would you put in the box outside Mike Vrabel's office? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. We will discuss together on A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday. What suggestions would you place in Mike Vrabel's suggestion box you guys weigh in with your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. While you do so, I'll tell you about our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. 10HC.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com. The best in the business when it comes to your HVAC needs. Satisfaction guaranteed is what they promise you at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Chris Hamby, the Hamby family, they have your residential HVA services locked up. Let them treat you to the best of their abilities and your HVAC units to the best of their abilities just as they do for the rising household. To keep me in my comfort zone, they will do the same for you at 10HC.com. That's T-E-N-N-H-C.com, the fine folks at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. We had one hell of a day in Titans media. We had a tremendous press conference with Mike Vrabel that ended in blood on, blood, just blood everywhere, to be completely honest. Digital blood everywhere that I saw uh, that we, you could see coming from a mile away. It was a complete and utter disaster what we saw from, uh, from Mike Vrabel's press conference. And I'm going to ask you what suggestions should you place or would you place in Mike Vrabel's suggestion box. This is the genesis of the suggestion box that Mike Vrabel is referencing in his ripping of Paul Kaharski today. So what happened? Mike's been joking about this. Every time he gets a question that maybe he necessarily doesn't think is the best, or maybe we make a comment about how things are going at training camp, how he's handling things, Mike has been saying, you know, put it in my suggestion box. His assistant, Stretch, we got the suggestion box on Stretch's desk. Put it in the suggestion box. We'll get to it when we can. So we have an off day yesterday. Titans don't practice. Media's got a little free time. Our buddy Paul Kaharski from the Midday 180 writes a Mike Vrabel suggestion box comment. Mike, uh, Mike, he provides some guidance to, Kaharski does, as to how Mike Vrabel should be conducting his training camp practices. One of them is to hold the availability after 1 p.m. so that Paul can continue to do radio. Secondly, we need refreshment service, beverage service, according to Paul, at Titans training camp. All of these things were floated in Paul Kaharski's suggestion box column, which you can read, by the way, at paulkaharski.com. Mike Vrabel apparently read it on the off day and then came prepared for PK at today's press conference, this video courtesy of the Titans.
1: You think the... um... Hey, no radio today, Paul. I was going to push it back to one so that you could be here. Hey, I appreciate you reading the first question. Did you get enough to drink today, Paul? I'm good, but I didn't bring the vodka. Okay. Good day for it. How how many paying members do you have on that website? I just was curious because Jen tried to join and then she just realized it was too much money. So she just decided not to to do it. Amy's not paying you as well as I thought. How how many members do you actually have that pay? Like paying members, not relatives or anything like that. It's not uh, not public information, but we can Uh, talk.
0: I'm going to run that back one more time just because it's one of the funniest damn things that I've done and I miss in-person presser so much. Here's Mike Vrabel.
1: You think the, um, Hey, no radio today, Paul, I was going to push it back to one so that you could be here. Hey, I appreciate you reading. Give the first question. Did you get enough to drink today, Paul? I'm good, but I didn't bring the vodka. Okay. A good day for it. How many paying members do you have on that website? I just was curious because Jen tried to join and then she just realized it was too much money. So, she just decided wow. to, to do it. Amy's not paying you as well as I thought. Well, how, how many members do you actually have that pay, like paying members, not relatives or that's, anything like that? That's not yeah. uh, not public information, but we can Uh-oh. talk.
0: It's it's hilarious. Like the, Mike Mike being so pleased with himself at the end of it. You see the smile when he busts Kowalski up, and then you st- and then Paul starts stuttering, and, M- <laughs> and Mike's got him on his heels. Savage says Texas Sports 10:15. V Love says tuned in at the best time. Paul got a good crack in about Amy not paying him. But listen, karski deserves credit. Okay, not not a lot of people in that spot would be able to think on their feet. And a lot of us are are at a point with Mike Vrabel where we can uh, where we can you know we have a good back and forth with him. Like every almost everybody on those Zoom calls we have a relationship with this guy at this point. And it's honestly, honestly, it's the thing, if I'm being completely honest, I miss a lot of things about normal life before the year 2020, before the Rona overtook everything. One of the top things in normal life that I miss the most are in-person Mike Vrabel press conferences. Because we're all sitting there, we're doing our media obligations, we're asking him questions about practice, and then it turns up, it turns into a stand-up routine because Kaharski says something to him that he wants to take a shot at. He's looking at Glennon or Tehran out of the corner of his eye, seeing if he can make them laugh based on how he just ripped Paul. He's going back at our buddy Luke Worsham because Luke asks him why he's dropping Harold Landry into coverage so many times. And the response is, well, how many times exactly, Luke, did I drop Harold Landry into coverage? Like these are the these are the moments, the BS with Mike Vrabel at the media press conferences is so, it's, it's honestly fun. Like the Titans media, Teron's hanging out in the comments on Periscope, TD would affirm this. This is one of the most fun work environments in the NFL. I would, I would tell you this bar none. TD's been more places than I have and he would have a better frame of reference. But my God, is it fun to go to Titans practice to hang out with your friends in the media, your friends who work for the team, who are ba- You know, they're basically co-workers at this point. For as much time normally as we spend together, this is basically our workplace. And so we have a very fun interaction. We used to, when these things were done at the media pavilion, we used to have these kind of moments in person, where Mike Vrabel is just tearing into Paul and holding a stand-up routine as we run back the video one more time for good measure of Mike Vrabel on Paul at today's presser.
1: You think the, um... Hey, no radio today, Paul, I was going to push it back to one so that you could be here.
0: Hey, I appreciate
1: you reading Give the first question. Did you get enough to drink today, Paul? I'm good, but I didn't bring the vodka. Okay. Good day for it. How many paying members do you have on that website? I just was curious because Jen tried to join and then she just realized it was too much money. So, she just decided wow. to, to do it. Amy's not paying you as well as I thought. Well, how, how many members do you actually have that pay? Like paying members, not relatives or that's, anything like that. It's not uh, not public information, but we can
0: uh, talk. It's just so good. I could watch it a million times. It's This is a free site. The best thing that I saw on the internet this week. V-Love says Titans Media Corps right now is as good as it's ever been, in my opinion. You know what, V-Love? You're damn right. You got... You got me, you got Tehran, you got Rhett Bryan, Coach Mack, Mike Keith, Koharski, Rex Road, uh we have so Emily Proud, like we have Kayla Anderson, you've got all sorts of great people. And you know, Jimmy Wyatt, like we have a lot of great people. John Glennon. Like we're out there, you know, under normal circumstances. And and even now, with there's social distancing at practice, everybody's doing their doing their part to stay apart. And in fact, this is the first day that I've been actually able to go out there. And TD knows this, man. This is a strong group that we've got here. And we all are, you know, for the most part, it depends on what mood Kaharski's in and how much he wants to rip Terry McCormick's ass. This is a this is a constant friction that we have within Titans Media. But outside of that. It's all good, man. We have a great time together. And you're right, V-Love. This is a strong, you know, this, I'm, I'm, a, I'm newer around here, but I feel like it's as strong as it's ever been. And it's not just because me and TD have shown up here in the last four or five years together. We, we, as a collective, bring it strong. And I think we have really, really great coverage collectively. And I think that all of us have a unique way of covering the team that allows for you guys to get as many different angles on stuff, whether it's film analysis whether, with Tehran, whether it's the actual investigative reporting that Paul does, whether it's long form journalism like Joe Rex wrote. He wrote an excellent piece today about Vrabel's ties to Ohio State University and what helped formed him. Or, you know, I mean, not to not to brag on myself, but like I think I do pretty good interviews with helping you get to know the people who play for your favorite football team. Like, I think I do a pretty good job with those. Toughen up, Bizarro PK, says Mater V615. We all do it differently. We all have a great time doing it, and we all enjoy doing it together. And I think that's what makes it a really, really strong Titans media core here on A to Z Sports Primetime on a Thursday night. That's the end of the show. That's all I got. We got to the end of the week. You guys crushed it. You brought me through another one, and you brought me through it strong. It's been a great content day, by the way, here on A to Z Sports. We had a great 615 Sessions podcast. Malcolm Butler was the featured guest. In fact, if you have not seen that Malcolm Butler interview, if you have not heard that Malcolm Butler interview, perhaps I can play for you a promo that ran on today's 615 Sessions podcast. Joe Rex wrote, Emily Proud, also a part of the equation, but the guest interview, the one, the one we've been building up to for many, many months at this point, was Malcolm Butler. And Malcolm Butler opened the interview in a way, I swear to you, I could not have comedically planned better. Malcolm Butler on today's 615 sessions, when Titans PR put him on the phone. Doing good, buddy. We're, uh, we're just recording this, so if you're, all, uh, if you're all set to go, I'll get rolling. Uh, it's just the guy here, but I always say with his Malcolm coming uh, Oh my God, Malcolm! Yes, this is one thousand percent that guy, <laughs> and I'm so happy that you know about that joke because that's where I wanted to start, man. <laughs> I'm like, what is they talking about? Yeah. I'm doing good, buddy. We're- I mean, it's gold. It's gold, Jerry. It's just pure gold. I couldn't have planned it any better myself. We had a great time talking about Malcolm's career. We had a great time talking about the IR jokes. I finally confirmed we had a one-to-one interaction. Malcolm Butler, am I coming off? Is, are you coming off IR in 2020? And to find out that answer, you got to rate, review, and subscribe to the A to Z Sports Podcast Network, where you get got the 615 sessions. It was a great time had by all. Rate, review, and subscribe. My week is not yet done. Just because our primetime week is done does not mean your boy is done working. I will be on the morning show, the A to Z Sports morning show, tomorrow morning with Austin Stanley at 8 a.m. Zach Bingham is doing a little bit of traveling while we all still have time to get our vacations in before football really kicks into high gear. So I got A to Z Sports morning show duty at 8 a.m. tomorrow with Austin Stanley. Come in and hang out with us on these very same streaming platforms. Then after that, I am not done gas bagging. Three to six, on 104.5 The Zone with Brent Doherty, we've got a fun guest list planned for you from 3 to 6 on the 3HL program, so make sure that your radio dial is tuned in, that you are streaming it wherever it is that you get your radio uh, the, Your radio broadcast. It'll be a good time had by all tomorrow on 104.5 The Zone. I'm getting out of here. I'm not yet done, but I'll see you guys back on Sunday night when we begin another primetime week together Thank you, as always, for your support and for your entertainment here with us on the A to Z Sports Primetime Show. And as always, fam, peace and love.